row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Man-Child Podcast. And as always, I'm your illustrious host, Miles Casey. How you doing, folks? You doing well? I hope that uh, sweet, sweet nursery rhyme that I blessed you with there at the beginning of this was, uh, you know, mood lifting or enjoyable, right? But it's really, it's funny. I've been thinking about, I don't know why, like this is just a peek in behind the curtain that is my uh, delusional fucked up mind, I guess. This is kind of stupid shit I think about. It's like, that children's rhyme is just way too optimistic about life, don't you think? Is it just me? It's just like life is more, there's nothing gentle, you know, a gentle stream you're kind of rowing casually down. There's no merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Like that's not, it's not very real, right? I just, I don't think so. I don't think it's very real. It's like if there's any type of stream, life is pushing you downstream towards a waterfall. And you're in your little rowboat with one paddle trying to fucking paddle away from the waterfall as much as you're just furiously paddling. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't. Oh, I'm always, I wish they'd just give me a fucking little tiny break from, from fucking paddling all the time. And and that's that's more like what life is like, right? It's it's not too gentle. It's very, uh, it's very in your face, right? And I just feel like if there was uh, maybe some of these nursery rhymes should be a little more accurate, right? Because that one sounds very pleasant and, and enjoyable. And yeah, I'm not saying life isn't enjoyable. It is. I'm just saying life is fucking difficult and not easy. So we just, maybe something along those lines. You know, we don't need to workshop it right now. We don't need to make up a new children's rhyme right now. Even though, I'm, you know, I probably could. I got those, uh, I got that special ability within me. But we'll, we'll save it for another day. I don't know. I've just been thinking about that, right? Because, like, what is, like I said, I've been trying to practice a little more self-love, trying to be kinder to myself, yada, yada, Snoresville, I know. But, uh, I, I, I fell back into some old traps, like, uh, you know, yesterday. Thank you again for being patient with me, but I'm back at the barbecue house. Had another little casual 13-hour day I worked yesterday and wasn't able to get the podcast out. So I appreciate you, again, bearing with me. But, uh, yeah, I just don't know if a self-loving person would do that. But somebody who needs to pay the rent, somebody who has bills that aren't going away, they'll do some stupid shit like that, right? A 13-hour day? Like, why? You know? I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm not getting paid buku bucks for this. What am I doing, you know? <sighs> I guess that's just the way it's set up, right? Capitalism, baby. Mmm. That's that good stuff. Gotta fucking, gotta buy stuff. That's the best. That's what makes people happy. That's when we, you know, that's, because, I don't know. What if we had a system? I don't know. I'm stupid. I'm an idiot, right? We've we've established that. We're 43 episodes deep. And uh, what if, instead of capitalism, with these incentives of, like, who can make the best innovative stuff, what if we've made a system around more loving? Is that a thing? Can we do that? I don't know. 
can we set up incentives differently where people get rewarded for being nice? Is there a way to do that? Just I don't I don't know. Why why do the incentives only have to be like, oh, I made this thing and now I'm super rich, or or I've worked so hard and I've grinded my fingers to the bone and I don't even know my family, but I worked really hard and I have all this money, so that's cool. Like the 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 incentives seem out of whack, right? How, like, what leads to a happy life? What leads to a full life? Most people would agree it's having people you care about, having some type of fulfilling work. It doesn't necessarily, you know, fulfilling work, something you want to do. Um, you know, love, whatever. I, I can't think right now. Fucking airplanes throwing me off my game. And there's painters outside right now. Sorry about that. I don't know if you can hear them or not, but... Uh, it just seems like the incentives are out of whack, and I don't know how to change that. I'm, I'm too dumb, like I said. I'm just thinking if there was a way, it would be cool to change the incentives to help people or do more. And then, then those are the people that arise to the top of, you know, the cream of the crop. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just a stupid idiot. Probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But that's why I'm here to continue to not know what I'm talking about and do stuff and share all these crazy thoughts with you. But yeah, today, we just get into it. Uh, you know, you, you're like, Jesus, Miles, rambling. Shut the fuck up. What do you got for us, all right? And today, I got my first repeat guest. Jason Foster is back on. Uh, you might recognize him from the Van Life podcast, you know, maybe four or five ago. I don't remember exactly. But uh, we had a good conversation. We talked a little bit about the van because he's made some upgrades that I wanted to talk about. But we talked about a lot more than just the van today. And... I think you'll enjoy it. I had a good time with him. It's always fun to kind of sit down with him and chat and pick his brain just because we operate on a very different frequency, but kind of the same frequency at the same time. I did want to apologize for the sound. Again, I don't have real microphones. There's no way to properly do this a lot of times, so I kind of just have to wing it. And sometimes the sound fucks up a little bit. I'm going to do my, I did my best to kind of you know, minimize it and shrink what I could, but my apologies and thank you for understanding us on that as well. But uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. Thanks. Cause lately I've been losing all my patience Lately every single girl I'm fucking with is fucking basic Rather get wasted That's why when you see me in the studio I'm usually keeping bottles to chasing Uh, yeah Can't lie packs on the table just to chase it I'm dream chasing lifestyles of being rich and fucking famous I got a couple friends that probably won't fucking play this And lately got a couple friends stuck in between quotations Yeah I'm Charlie Dickens with these expectations Despite stressing over how I'm making my electric payments I'm worried that my latest song will be my fucking greatest And all my new fans will listen and then just fucking hate this And lately I've been staring at the ceiling looking
looking up, wondering if I'll have a good job or be in basement. My biggest fear is not that I won't make it. Many my biggest fear is that one day I'll be complacent. Lately, been the best in the booth. When I get up on a mic, crib with the truth. Everything I make is dope. It don't matter what I do. You can hear the chitter chatter and they say, and I'm the dude. Only about to laugh to win a All right. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Man Child Podcast. And I have my first repeat guest here, my buddy. Jason Flaster back in the building. Jason, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to have you back, you know. We did it again, you know, hit the Winston's open mic, and now we're here just hanging out again. It's good times. Yeah, we did go to the open mic, Winston. <laughs> it's, the, it's the spot, man. It's the spot. So I wanted to get you on here a little bit because I thought it would be interesting to talk a little bit about some upgrades that you've made to your van again, and then we can kind of move on a, a little bit. Because I think it's interesting what you've been doing, man, like, it's been, what, maybe a month or so since you've been on, maybe a little longer, and you've made some serious upgrades since then. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, which one should I talk about so first? So I, th- I think you should talk a little bit about the, have you, did you mention the bed last time? I can't remember if you did. I don't think I did. I don't think you did. Yeah, I think you yeah. should talk about the bed and then the shower, because I think it's fascinating okay. how you've kind of. All right, so somebody wants, oh, actually, here's a good way to say it. I posted a picture of my shower on Instagram, and someone said, where'd your bed go? Ah. It's like my bed folds up. So that's the first one. The bed folds up. and So, so now you have so much more room for activities. <laughs> yeah, I could be, basically, I could walk around in a circle if yeah. I want. You could pace. Like if you're yeah. on an important phone call, you yeah. could pace around in a circle, like talking to people. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool to have a lot more space and also to see that like I had that space the whole time, but I hadn't learned to use it Interesting. most effectively until like now. Uh, but then... Okay, so then even before the shower, which the shower, I guess I'll talk about the shower. Yeah. Also, the bed, like what it sits on is a storage of things, you know what I mean? So there's so one you, stool. It's all about efficiency with you. It's one of the things that I love about it. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to the van, it's like practical, efficient, and like what you can engineer yourself. Yeah, no, definitely. It's always like I'm thinking about it like how many days have I spent in the Home Depot parking lot if I had <laughs> together? Like a lot. And I was trying to tell that to somebody, but they were thinking of me as a worker. And I was like, no, oh. like I'm working on my own things, you know? But it's like, why would <laughs> I leave Home Depot parking lot? First of all, I have nowhere to go. Second of all, everything I might need would be here. So I just stay there. That's so funny. Uh, but the shower... Um, the shower is kind of crazy. I haven't even used it yet. I'm waiting for all the glue to dry. Like, it's still that fresh. Yeah. That's I haven't cool. even used it yet. Well, I've used the shower head, like the water pump works. Okay. It shoots out water. I have plans to make it hot water, but I have no money. So I can't mm. do that yet, but I know how to do it. And nice. Yeah, I just waterproof the floor, basically. The thing that took a long time is waterproofing that section of floor and building a lift. So that water doesn't creep you, over. Yeah, yeah, but you have to be parked a certain way to use the shower, otherwise it's angled the wrong way. So even though I've built it, I built it like that on purpose because I didn't want to have to have a slope in my car. I just wanted to be able mm. to create one with, with the angle. Yeah, with what's already available. That's smart. And then I'm gonna think about how I can reuse that water for something maybe. Yeah, so you're not being wasteful and you can find something. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So like again, it did. It comes back to efficiency, and I think that's what's. It's so funny to see you trying to be so efficient because it's not only important when it comes to just like your practical everyday use, but it's like it's one of the best things you can do for comedy too is being efficient with words, being precise, you know, a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, 
Yeah, which they, they go kind of hand in hand. Mic, dude. That's such a hard mic. It is, bro. It's always like the people who are closest to the comedians in distance are those who are walking and stop to watch. <laughs> you even, nailed even it, the bro. Seating area. From the outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the people interested and involved in the seating area are often farther away than the passerby. So, like in that way, I always think of that mic. It's like. Well, if that's the case, you know, all these people are secondary, then I suppose, you know, mm -hmm. the, the audience in their regular seats, at least for the open mic, are more like the people who are outside in how much yeah. attention they're paying. And the people who are outside are really like the people who should be <laughs> inside. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's so funny. It's just, I don't know, It's it must be tough, like when it's nice out. I mean, it's hot, obviously, lately, but... Uh, when it's nice out, people are like, it's still sun shining. Like, nobody's going to go to an open mic when they can just go watch the sunset or something. Like, most dude, people are like, fuck yeah, that. I would you never know? go to comedy. Dude, yeah, I don't blame them. If I didn't do comedy, I wouldn't. It's like, <laughs> and, that's, and if I had a house and I didn't don't do comedy, I'd never Don't you think everybody should leave. go once, though? Like, to an open mic and like, see what it's about, just so they know? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, like, a couple times, you know, but, like, I feel like it's something that... People don't know. I feel like people don't know what open mic is like. You it's know what I mean? Crazy, yeah. yeah, it's gnarly. You see all kinds of shit. I heard a guy one time in New York City just do a whole set about my first name is Brock. 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 My name is Brock. And then I married an Asian woman. An Asian woman. He didn't say everything twice like that. I don't yeah. know why I'm doing that. An Asian woman <laughs> three times. Sorry. And she made me take her last name. It was Lee. 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 And you know what they call me? They call me Broccoli. And he just did. He, he, oh he my did that God. for like. Uh, his whole five minutes and made known earlier that he was an English teacher and then the host was like yeah that's one long run on sentence Mr. Broccoli you know? <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> I just remember that day because it was so fucking hot mm. and my uh, so humid so hot so you've done stand-up kind of all over then you've been or like yeah it, but not really just like but not really in like you've hit it hard in San Diego I don't even Most know, so. dude. I just, I try to go to a mic every day, but when I can't, I can't. And yeah. then I've done it in other places, but only because I've been there. It's not like gotcha. a key component mm. of the whole thing. It okay. just kind of happened I was just way. curious. I thought that was interesting. I've only, yeah, I've only done open mics in San Diego. Oh, really? Dude. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You should do it. Dude, I did. I've never been to LA or like, yeah. You're still in LA? I did one in Australia. What? Yeah. That's pretty dope. That was like when I was pretty, really early on, too. That's funny. Um, Anywhere cool, though? That's New fun. New York, not really that cool. Like. But it's like a, it's like one of the meccas for comedy, Salt technically. Salt Lake City. Salt Interesting. Lake City. Interesting. Okay, nice. You've hit some spots then. That's funny. I think that's it. I think it's LA, San Diego. Australia? Australia, Salt Lake City, New York. That's a pretty funny little bunch of open mics, areas that you've done it at. That's, that's pretty... Yeah, but it's not like I'm anyone. It's like, yeah, dude, I've done open mics in all these I'm places. I'm always hitting it, man. I'm grinding so hard. Bro. I mean, they don't, they don't know I'm coming, you know? But it's not like they can't... It's not like... It's not like they can turn me away, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I've done open mics <laughs> in all these places. It's like... That's so funny. Yeah, it's open mic. It's not like they can turn you away. Like, no, get out of here, bro. Like, anybody can do it. That's so funny. Uh, so, one thing I was going to ask you. Like, one thing that I've kind of been working on lately a little bit, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I've been, like, trying to change... Like, I'm always curious about, like, how I'm perceiving things and how, like, I'm looking at stuff, you know, like, my perspective a little bit. Because I feel like it's important to make sure you have perspective. And, like, 
I've been trying to change mine to a little bit more positive lately, and I know it can be tough, like, because you talked about, like, kind of living in the van and being whatever, you know, but what do you think about, like, do you ever try to, like, realize, like, what's your perspective? Like, what are you looking at things? Are you, like, because I, I realized, like, I was in a negative spot a little yeah, bit recently, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I was wondering what you thought about that. Like, do you I'm think about super, that a lot? Yeah, dude, I'm super not so positive. See, like, like not yeah. in the way that I'm not positive about how I feel. I'm just not really a positive guy. You know, I've never really well, been would, a would positive guy. Would you call guy. yourself cynical? Or, like, what would you... What, yeah. Do you have, like, a... Like, I'm just curious. But I how feel like see. I don't care enough to be cynical. It's just, like, you know... Interesting. It's like, oh, uh, you know, okay, there's some stuff I want to do. But <laughs> it turns out, like, in order for me to, like, just have control over <laughs> my crops and water... Turns out, if I what if that's what I want, I have to be uh, like rich and like mm. maybe that's not true. But to do it and feel the same level of safety as you ought to feel as yeah. like a person in the world, like in security, the time, like how yeah. to yeah yeah. Uh, so you do have to have money to do that. But yeah, dude, I remember when I learned that other people were positive. I was like, oh, well, that's yeah. interesting. See, I that's think really interesting. That's funny. What a what a strange way to live, I must say. Like, and I, I honestly, it's like they can, you know, they can have that one. Yeah. See, I've been trying to be, like, cause I go, I don't know if I'm fucking up and down, like which way I go, but like sometimes I feel like I can be very positive, and I'm, I come off as very positive, but like inside sometimes I'm like fucking in the darkness almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, and I don't know why <clears throat> I've been. I don't know, I don't want to call it lying to myself, but, like, I recently, you know, took some medicine, if you will, and, like, I had, like, a complete switch of, like, my mindset. I feel yeah. like I kind of reset it, you know what I mean? And it's just interesting, like, I feel like it came down, what's so funny is, like, it came down to these, like, couple of phrases, like, one is, like, it's all love. I've decided, like, you know, people are hating on me, people are whatever, like, whatever, it's all love. Like, I'm just gonna be happy, I'm gonna try to be me, and that's the other one is be happy, I'm just happy to be here. Okay. I've been, like, when I walk around... I've been trying to use that, like, like those, like, on loop a little bit. Like, yeah, a fucking yeah. soundtrack, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Like, at the Winston's Mike tonight, it's like, you know what? I'm just happy to be here. Like, fuck it, whatever. I'm doing the yeah. thing. Yeah, and I've been trying yeah. to be more loving. Because I feel, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I, I know that's a little bit different than how you feel, I feel yeah, like. But yeah, yeah. Sort of makes me seem like a real negative guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's just... Like I said, it's one of those things I've been trying to work on my perspective because, you know, I kind of forget how I'm perceived maybe sometimes. Like when I'm up on stage and I'm talking about being lonely or I'm talking about being this, like I'm kind of a smiley guy who's wearing tie-dye. So I'm not really like, it, it seems weird almost to be talking about some of those things like with how people would like look at me at first glance and how they would judge me. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe it's not what I should be thinking about so much, but... I, I've been trying to be more positive, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I've been... Have I even been trying to be more positive? I don't know. I've just been trying to, like, build shit that works really well. But it's not like I'm more happy. It's not like I'm like, I have a shower. I'm so, so happy. So that hasn't really affected the level of happiness that you have. You don't necessarily... You might get a little bit of pleasure from building it or doing the process or coming up with the idea but like once it's there it's just kind of like oh well this is just something that everybody has so like finally or what yeah <laughs> does that make sense uh, yeah but it's i'm trying to think what it's like it's like happiness i'm happy when i go surfing that's mm. for sure okay but it's also my idea of happiness is also 
like next to timelessness. I almost think like I think of happiness and timelessness in the same Usually when I'm happy, it feels like a timeless moment and the whole sense of what I'm doing is like a whole different thing. Like everything's kind of washed away a little bit in that moment or? Yeah, it just feels timeless, you know? Doing something that's great, mm. that makes me happy, whether it's like skiing and like uh, oh, okay. in like powder and just have being like in such deep snow. That, <laughs> you know, I used to work at a ski area in Utah and yeah. like I was never the best skier, but like it was kind of fun. Actually, now that I think about it, everyone else was better and I didn't know how to ski powder. And one time early in the day, I, uh, yeah, I just must've caught a rock <laughs> or did something and I had telemark skis, which means the heels released. So uh -huh. uh, somehow I were like move forward and my ski cut my face like right above my Damn. Uh, mouth. And the one rule the boss always said was, uh, don't scare the customers, boys. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm bleeding everywhere. You know, we just, we didn't even open yet. They were just like, do you oh. want to take a couple of laps? And I'm like, yeah, you know? And now I'm like, there's blood everywhere, dude. So, but I take my uh, balaclava yeah, and yeah. I just cover my face and get down the mountain and go to the nurse's office. Damn, that's gnarly. Yeah, so that was timeless. But it wasn't necessarily happy, Interesting. but timeless in the way of like surfing or something that just you lose sight of where you are in relation to how much time or space you have. Interesting. Do you feel like in some of those moments that you're talking about, you almost like lose a feeling of self a little bit? Like you kind of just feel like yeah, you're definitely. just like riding definitely. the wave. You're part of the wave. Yeah. Definitely. And that's what's so interesting about that. But that barely ever happens. That happens for me when I go surfing and that happens for me. Like when I wake up in the morning before I totally realize I'm in a van, because that's the thing. Sometimes mm. you wake up and for the like like half a second or a second, you're just like oh, I'm waking up. I'm waking up in the morning. Where am I? Oh man, mm. still in the van. But you still for those half a second, you know. And maybe to people listening, you know, half a second doesn't sound like a long time. I know. But it still is. But it's a reprieve from the bullshit. That, that that's what everybody kind of is looking for. I feel like to a certain extent, right? Sometimes, like you just want to break from it all. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe not. You know, it's like you're not looking for a safe space. But every once in a while, it's like come up for a little breath of air. Like, oh, there it is. There's that little little taste of freedom or happiness. Yep. Yep. That happens to me surfing. That happens. Interesting. In comedy. No, you have, comedy you don't really think so. Really make me happy. This is just like a responsibility. It's I like, like I think of it more like, it's like, I don't think this, but it's more like, you know, son, you have a, when you go to the doctor and the doctor's like, you got a disease and this is what you got to do. If you don't do this, you're going to die. It's some real bad stuff's going to happen. It's going to progress. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think of it more like, well, this is, it's like chemo for, the, for your soul or something like that. Yeah. Well, it's just more like something that I... I got myself into this thing and I have to see it through. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I feel kind of the same way sometimes. It's like, I don't know, just getting involved in comedy is a wild decision in the first place. But like once you get deeper and deeper, you're like, oh shit, this is like, it's a rabbit hole. It's an endless fucking rabbit hole is the thing too. Which is like, wait, when you think about it, it's like, what's the end game? Like, you know, I mean, there is an end game. Like obviously people, you know, sell tickets, make money, but... That's so far away. 
Yeah, I just like, <laughs> like the feeling of thinking like, can I do this? Can I? Uh, mm-hmm. Can I really do this? Like, what you know? I don't necessarily like taking like really big waves anymore. But when I was younger, that's uh-huh. something that I would really, you know, not even huge, big to me. You know? Yeah, yeah. But either way, like the feeling of uh, thinking, can I do this? And then being able to do it. Followed by sometimes not being able to do it, mm. and then trying to figure out how to always be able to do it, which is like, and not even just make the crowd laugh, but like transcend. My goal <clears throat> is to like make my own madness, like the turbulence and craziness that is, into something that's funny and digestible mm. to people, and isn't like you know, because like I'm not that cool, you know. I'm not yeah, up there. I'm not up there to talk about how cool I am, you know. Yeah. And if you are, well, I don't know. You have like a lesser <laughs> amount of like, that's like uh, bowling with the things on, you know. It's the like, bumpers. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. out there playing with the bumpers. Have fun, you know. Yeah. That's you're fine, you're doing it with weights on. You got like a vest on and shit. You're like well, running up Well, there's just something cooler <laughs> than trying to be cool, you know. It's yeah, just like, that's such that's a, such an interesting point you made. There's something cooler than trying to be cool, and that's kind of just being yourself, honestly, yeah, right? Like that's yeah. what you're getting at here. If I yeah, oh exactly, exactly. And that's one of the, sometimes the hardest thing to do too, because people have expectations, which is <clears throat> another thing that I've been trying to work on too. Like, like I said, I had that kind of reset in my brain, and one of the things that I realized I was doing was I was putting these stupid expectations on things. And, like, expectations are just trash. Because I'm, I'm just, like, thinking ahead of what's going to happen and hoping that this happens. And when it doesn't happen that way, it's complete disappointment and I feel bad. So I'm anxious about wanting it to go a certain way. And then after I feel bad because it didn't go a certain way. And I'm setting myself up for failure. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I've, like, really been trying to manage expectations lately. Like, yeah. just the last couple of days, anyways. That's another mindset change I've had is, like, I have to figure out how to navigate and set reasonable expectations yeah man i feel like i kind of feel bad either way you know really yeah interesting man i don't know i like tonight at winston's obviously didn't you know it's not like no one was really laughing or it was whatever it was fucking winston's yeah and i didn't feel bad after i got off i was like you know what that was that was whatever that was what it was like you know what i'm just happy to be here like literally that's this weird thing i've been trying to beat into my head and Maybe, I hope it doesn't well, make me, yeah. I think, dude, there's so many, like, just because there aren't people there to laugh, there's always, like, the form, like, your form of... It's like practicing the technique, like shadow yeah. boxing or some shit. Yeah. Like, you still so, like, are trying. Whatever. It's like, just like sometimes when I sleep, sometimes it's, like, loud outside, you know, and I'll be able to rest my body but not my mind because it's, like... Uh. But sometimes I can rest my body and my mind, and it's, like, I don't, you know, just because... Because making people laugh... You kind of just have to take what you can get sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Winston. It's fun there, though. Yeah, Um, I mean, I'm starting to just put myself in this mode of, like, whether it's an open... Like, all open mics are the same. It doesn't matter if I get a good audience or a bad audience. I just need to treat them like, okay, I'm going up there, and I need to try and just get what I want to do that day or that set done. And then if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I need to be a little bit more okay with that. And not be so hard on myself. Because I put too much pressure on myself sometimes to, like, try to be funny or try to do this or try to do that. And it's just, yeah, it doesn't work out for me sometimes. You yeah. know, I get nervous up there or I freak out or I forget things, you know. Yeah, yeah, I forget So I can't have a lot. pressures. Like, I can't, I can't put, keep putting so much pressure on myself, you know. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. One thing I also wanted to talk to you about that I thought was kind of funny is, like, you hear this saying a lot, uh, like, comfort is the death of progress. Do you oh, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So, in a weird way, I wanted to ask you, like, do you think living the way you do, putting yourself in these uncomfortable situations and <clears throat> trying to figure out how to navigate this, like, you know, unique way of living, like, almost makes you in this, like, perpetual state of, like, I'm not comfortable, I gotta be hungry, I gotta have this little bit of an edge. Like, I was just curious. Yeah, cause... yeah, because the whole reason I started comedy is when I used to live in a Subaru, I remember, like, I'd be waking up and I couldn't cover all the windows proper because, like, I just, nothing was ever right. Everyone always thinks, why didn't, why don't you just, why don't you just? It's like, you weren't there, you don't know, shut up. Uh, but I just found that I was being, like, watched. And not because people, like, wanted to watch someone, just because it was out of place. You know, what's this person doing? Mm. Like, always with the throwing out of garbage or brushing teeth or having a smaller car, you know, I couldn't do everything in there. So, so people were seeing more of the yeah. behind the scenes. Well, and I felt vulnerable, and I was like, you know what? If these people are going to watch me do this <laughs> anyway, if, they, if these people are going to be watched now, <laughs> I might as well go out there. But I didn't know where there was. I might as well go out there oh, and, and say something. Oh, you didn't know where you know? there was. I'm, I might, I I might as that. well. I just like had this idea of this thing, you know, but like I didn't know where it existed or what it was. And That's then, fascinating to me. I love that, yeah. Yeah, dude, so what a weird way to start That is comedy. such a weird way, because, like, I obviously was, like, had this idea, listened to a million podcasts, and was like, well, obviously you have to go to an open mic, you know, Google this, do that. Like, I, I was almost more of a student before I ever even did an open mic, you know what I mean? Yeah. In many ways. I see what you're, okay. So I, like, had heard a million stories, and yeah. the bombings, and this, and I kind of knew, like, all right, so it's, this is it, this is the process one way or another, you know? And you were just like, fuck, I'm already out here. I'm vulnerable. I might as well just be as vulnerable as possible, like going up on stage and talking th about this crazy shit that's happening in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, man. It's uh, And it's crazy because I probably, I do comedy because I was like, it's like my form of explaining. Because I re remember all those people watching me, like, what's he doing? What's he doing? Mm. It's like I felt compelled to explain myself oh. not necessarily to the people in the rooms but just in general just to have a voice almost like yeah, that yeah. yeah that's it i love that that's awesome and then because <laughs> i don't even think like i'm gonna go out there and make them laugh you know i think like i'm gonna go out there and talk about what's going on for me and how and what i found is that most of the time it's like really odd you know it's like really a weird way of looking at it stuff this is a kind of you have a unique perspective for sure yeah yeah so it's just like it's just like that, but then a lot of times... And then you don't put pressure on yourself to be funny when you're like, <clears throat> I'm going to go up here, I'm just going to say what I want to say, yeah. and I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about, it's a and better kind take of it or leave it. As an audience, too. If you can do that well, that, in my opinion, mm. is a... Like, sure, you can be punchline comic, yeah, and, you can, and you could do that. And, you know, you could say, you know, listen to the rhythm of those laughs, but it's like... like there's not a deciding whether there's something cool about a group of people deciding as a whole whether or not to laugh at something mm. like more cool than just in just immediately laughing because it's like then you're not really asking the audience to consider that if you're if you're a comedian and this is my limited experience i uh -huh. speak from if you're a comedian and you just want a bunch of those fast laughs like what that tells me is that you don't want the audience to consider something heavy 
and in my opinion, mm. having something hilarious with the weight of something really heavy attached to it, in, in addition to short and quick laughs, definitely, but in my opinion, those are a more unique and compelling kind of laugh. Yeah. In situation. You almost see it more as instead of like a performance necessarily, like you're having a conversation with the audience and they're kind of just like along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like telling stories or talking about that. Oh, that's interesting. That's what's so fascinating about comedy too in a certain sense is like there's so many different ways and like types of comedy. It's not just one thing. And that's what's so like that's why I've, I've always been fascinated by it. It's like it's just so much. Whether people are being physical on stage, whether people are telling stories, whether people are doing characters, it's like it's everything. Dude, I'm you know? surprised by all the people that are the audience. First of all, like, just because if I, like, I see them there with their girlfriend, like, with their with their clothes, with all of their things, and I think to myself, listen, if I had half of those things, you would, not only would you not see me here, but <laughs> even if there was a place that was fifty percent better than here. I still wouldn't be there. And you know why? Because <laughs> I have my own things. But a part of that is because I have spent all of these years, you know, not having it. Or, and that's the thing. It's like, dude, even though it's still a van and you're still on the side of the road, it's like, it's like having the, you know, like tidying up a joke and knowing where the key points of it are. It's like until my van's totally maximized, like I'll be restless. I love that. That's hilarious. I love that you're fucking... Because you were telling me earlier even how you almost see engineering and as like trying to solve these problems in the van as the same thing as joke writing. Yeah, definitely. Your brain works that way. Definitely. Which I find fascinating. I love yeah. to hear how people's brains analyze jokes and come up with ideas. Yeah, yeah. I find that very interesting. I'm trying to come up with a new joke. I thought that if uh, we did this, I'd come up with a new joke at the end of it. But I don't, I don't have one yet. <laughs> you don't have one yet? Uh, I mean, I don't have any any funny jokes either right now. But it's not all, it's not always about the jokes. I feel like sometimes you just have to sit down and have a nice conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I almost man, I'm hoping the joke where the one where I talk like the scenario where I quit a job, like in the state of California, and it's like I say fuck this, I quit this job. You know, I'm moving to California, <laughs> and they're all just like, "What, you know, sir? You're in California." It's like. Don't tell me anything else, <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah. And, yeah, and then just go into like a crazy kind of character because that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of like someone who's lost sight of where they are and thinks that there's that. this kind of like release or they'll have a better life. But but because that's the parody is that everyone's like, oh well, I'll just move. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but this guy says he's oh, moving to a place he already is. Yeah. And in that way, there's that's, a certain level that's of like confidence to it. That's just funny too. And then it's like, how do I even get that idea across to an audience? But that's like, that's some crazy, crazy shit. Uh, yeah, I like that. And you mentioned like that's one of the things I was thinking about too lately. Is like, I used to always think it's like you can't, I can't do characters. I can't do this. Like, and I was like, for some reason, just even just this past week, I kind of like I said, switched this mindset. I was putting these limitations on myself. Like I was making rules up for myself that weren't even real. Like, sure, probably not good at characters. Doesn't mean I can't do it. That doesn't mean I can't try. You know what I mean? I was, like, in this, head, like, mindset of, like, oh, you can probably only do, like, this just one form of self-deprecating humor. Like, that's yeah. what I was thinking about. Like, I was limiting myself for some stupid reason, and I'm like, I don't have to limit myself to one thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I, like, so, I, I, that's just one, that's, so it's, like, been, for me, it's been, like, be, you know, I'm just happy to be here. It's all love. Uh... 
I'm lowering expectations and trying to, I can't remember the last thing I just talked about, but <laughs> shouldn't probably be smoking so much weed. But yeah, you know, like those, that's been the mindset change that I've had. But yeah, the limitations, getting rid of limitations, those expectations, limitations, being happy here, all that stuff. Nice, dude. You just made me think of like a scenario where someone gets pulled over by the police and he's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And you're like, what are the last two things you said? I already forgot. Limitations. Limitations. Getting. Wait, what were the two things you just said? <laughs> limitations. And expectations? And I, no, there was a different one. Uh, I'm happy to be here and it's yeah, all love. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just that, happy to be here. Um, what are you doing here? I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> what are you doing here? here I'm happy to be here. Limiting expectations. <laughs> Limiting expectations. Yeah, dude. If you just repeated everything twice like that, that to would the be officer, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. It's like the 15 second short film. See, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm totally down to start doing stuff like this, trying to figure it out, make it happen. Because the one thing I, I was listening to some podcast. I think it was like Joe Rogan and Henry Rollins. Which was a great one, by the way. I recommend it if you haven't heard oh, it. Oh, yeah, I heard that one, yeah. But it's like, he just started saying yes to everything. He's like, I'm just going to do stuff. And, and if it works out, good. Awesome, that's what I want. If it doesn't, yeah. you know, I'm going to try harder next time. Figure it out. Like, you learn something at least. And I was like, that's the fucking mindset. Like, that's the way to go about these things. Like, because I'm always very hesitant to maybe commit to something or, I don't know, think I'm going to underwhelm, which, you know, is probably going to be the case. But why, you have to fucking start somewhere, right? All right, all right. I have a short film idea. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's kind of dumb, though. I mean, fuck. I mean, we can we can pitch it on here, and then we can, you know, we're getting close to 30 minutes. We can wrap it up after this. You, you want to give it a little pitch? I think that'd be interesting. Well, yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's about I love it's stupid about stuff. Spigots. I'm stupid. It's about spigots, you know? A yeah, spigot yeah. is a nozzle that releases water. However, you know, a surprisingly low amount of people, if you say, you know, where's the plastic spigot, will not comprehend that they're look you're looking for a nozzle that releases water you know i have a What's feeling a people spigot? back in kansas where a lot of my listeners are will understand what a spigot is yeah yeah well okay, maybe it's just, <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe it's not regional i mean look yeah, i know, I'm what, just a, saying, I know yeah. what a spigot is me too me too i know what a spigot is uh but anyway i was just thinking of somebody looking for a spigot and asking a lot of people passing by <laughs> and no one knows what a spigot is and no one knows and then someone presents themselves like over the fence, like that statue we saw today. Yes. And they were like, you know, for a Yeah, dude. I, I heard. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I also think it's interesting. These people don't know what a spigot is, <laughs> I, or something. I don't know. And then you, and then the person gets to fill up their water jug, and then it's over. You know. Yeah, just Another, something quick. Another like fifteen second or like not nah, like two minute thing. Yeah, you, you know? want to get some like like people like you know some different reactions from the people asking like what the fuck's a spigot like. All kinds of random stuff. I think that would be funny. Yeah, because mostly it's just about drawing attention to how come these <laughs> people who live in California who rely so heavily on like water, water. engineering and its infrastructure that keeps it here. Like, uh -huh. how come these people don't know what a motherfucking spigot is? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's just funny. There's a certain <laughs> level of irony to it as well. Yeah, and it's just kind of <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then, like, like at See, the this end is, of yeah. this person's looking for a spigot, and he's asking, he's asking, he's asking. At the end, like, then he's so angry and sad. And then someone else, like, the people say, like, are you okay? Are you looking for something? And it's like, yeah, but I don't even want to ask. Like, <laughs> no one around here even knows I'm looking for a spigot. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, that's perfect, dude. That's perfect. I love it. Yeah, the vision is there, and it's so simple, yeah. and it's so just silly and goofy. Yeah, I yeah. like perfect because my goal is to have a bunch of simple stuff that, like, 
you just put together. Yeah, and that's quick to digest. It's easy. You get you you get the point across, and it's just like you know. But it's not really a sketch. It's just no. Like, it's like a. It's almost like a parody of real life, even though it is real life. Dude, one time <laughs> I would there was a security guard at, in Malibu, and the, I used to live in my car in a gated community, and I would go <laughs> through the gate, and I like I knew the guy, you know, and I knew a person who had a house there. And okay, it was okay, fine. that makes sense. I was, was like, fine. how'd you get in? But then, like, yeah, dude, I just wouldn't leave, you know? <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. like, they'd see pillows, like, the security guard would see pillows, and it's like, they know, but, like, it's all good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then one time, you know, the guard guy also made known to me that he, too, had lived in a van for a period of time. But my point of this story is he was one time was like, oh, come here, come here, Leon, let me tell you a story. Like, stay in my car, you know, but listen, you know, listening. Yeah. And he says, uh, I want to tell you a story. It's like a, it's like a joke. Or, uh, or a riddle. Mexican. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mexican. I'm him now. Yeah. And he said, uh, this one time, actually a lot of times, there was a guy, and he was looking in the bushes with a lantern, you know, for light. He had, we had a, a lantern. Like, go on, go ahead, go ahead to the other cars, right? And, and, and he was looking in the bushes and under the bushes and behind the trees, and somebody said, hey, what are you looking for? And you, you know you know what he said? He said, I'm looking for an honest man. <laughs> oh, my God. And then that was it. And he was like, oh, okay, you can go in now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, he, it's, like a, it's like a joke or, or a riddle. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And then That's I gnarly. would just like go looking eat. Looking for an honest man. Yeah, and then I'd just be like eating pistachio gelato in the sauna, you know? Yeah. I'm just chilling, chilling. Yes. And that, yeah. And that's a lot of what it is in the van sometimes, just That's back them. when I used to be happy. Uh, <laughs> Before nah, you were I jaded. Still, and... I still wasn't even happy. I wasn't happy then. Because I don't think happiness is the point. You know what I mean? It's like all that fluctuates, and I just think of it like instead of but trying to... But the pursuit to, of happiness like, is a thing. Yeah, but even that's weird. I just feel like the pursuit of, of life and the idea of being comfortable knowing that all these feelings are going to be sort of like floating around and like to try to like stick to one is like i feel like saying pursuing mm. happiness is also like saying i'm going to avoid sadness you know and i just think going, it is fleeting going, You're right. going at it in a way that's like not clinging that's just like mm. falling you know because like it's people say stoic. like we fall in love or things fall into place yet when it comes to life they're like i want this and i want this and i'm just gonna hold my hand here on the ladder even though uh everything's falling on my head but i'll be right here <laughs> it's like even though everything's falling on my head yeah absolutely i completely agree no you're right i think you make some good points there and that's the thing is like you can't you can never get caught up too I much shouldn't. in emotions because yeah, yeah. they are very fleeting and you know you're not going to feel the same way probably 20 minutes from now that you felt you know just depending on what happened but yeah uh, i don't know so do you have any other upcoming plans or anything uh anything yeah, you got going yeah. On? hang on one second though yeah, you're good taking some notes uh plans yeah i mean Most important next thing. New Do job. I have to get a job? <laughs> this always happens where it's like I, I seem like I'm going to just go out there and get a job. And then, <laughs> bam, another couple of years. And it's like, <laughs> ha, gotcha. 
Oh, fuck, another couple of years. <laughs> Bam, how'd that happen? Fucking. Oh, no, 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 it happens on purpose. It's no, like, I know. But it's like, what? So, like, if I had the job, I would just be the more comfortable version of myself, basically, is what it comes down to. I'd be, like, more comfortable, and then what, right? Like, <laughs> whatever, dude. Yeah. I already made it this far. I should just keep going. Yeah, you're not wrong. I feel like you're not wrong. If I were to, if I were to, the I should have quit. The point, man. It if has I were to quit, upgrades. it should have been a long time ago. And since that didn't happen, I just got to see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're this deep already, right? It's like at this point, what are you supposed to turn back? I just really like to talk about it in a way. It's like, yeah, well, you I've got, only been you got things you're working on and stuff too. Other little things which are fun. So I mean, you just got to keep at it. You know, it's not just all about stand up or whatever. You eventually gonna, you know. No, keep... it's like a sport because it's like, I don't know. Like, having a regular house, like, it's, like, life becomes less of a sport. You're just like, I just go in there, and everything I need's in there, and I just sit in there until it's time to come out of there. <laughs> Did I mention there? Like, right? And then, and then, dude, it's like, whereas me, it's like, I gotta fill up my water there. I gotta, I gotta It's like use, an adventure every day. I, gotta, I used that dumpster last week, so I gotta go to this one, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so it's like, there's all there's this There's a strategy to it. Yeah, it's not, it's like... There's some planning involved. Yeah, it's not really that good. But... I feel you. At least it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I could do it. I'll be honest with you. It'd be tough for me. Dude, I hear a lot of people say that, and then I look at myself and I say, I can't do this. I can't do this either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't do this either. Oh, shit. I mean, it's the struggle. I don't doubt it. I mean, it can't be easy at times. I mean, I'm sure. I can only imagine. But. It's just, no, a lot of times it's funny because it's like, look, I'm not going to die. I mean, I could get hit by a car and they could be drunk and I could have internal bleeding and never wake up. That <clears throat> Worst case scenario. Yeah, that's like a pretty bad thing that I think about. So when people say, aren't you afraid? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm afraid of this, you know? And yeah, I, yeah. And I hit them with that, but... Uh, I don't know. It's just sometimes hard when you hear, like, rich people playing tennis, you know? Like, that's what woke you up yeah, this morning, you said, right? You yeah. got woke up to, ah! Yeah. Smacking like, the ball, ah! When other people have so much that they choose to go <coughs> out in the sun and make noise, and you're just <laughs> like, oh my god, I've just shielded myself from the sun, and I've positioned myself here to avoid the sound oh. of the city. Please get back in your house. That's so funny because you said there was like a fence with a, like a kind of a netting that you couldn't really see through, and then you found yeah. out you thought like maybe it was construction, but it ended up being fucking tennis court. <laughs> yeah, dude, a goddamn tennis court. That's La Jolla for you. They don't play over there. They but got even that money. That was uh, Point Loma, dude. Oh, it was Point Loma like by, the, by the yacht club. Yeah. Oh well, by the yacht. I mean, yeah. it's probably a pretty nice area, I imagine. <laughs> I don't live by the yacht club. I'm just always surprised. Like, there's never any place that I guess what the whole economy like everything's going really poorly. You know, I it seems like no, everything's haven't going. Haven't you seen the numbers? It seems like it's all gonna get really bad in the next so, couple of years, yeah. <laughs> and it seems like a lot of like law enforcement. Also, is like, you'll well, be ready. The van. Yeah, dude, and that's why <laughs> you'll I be want, ready, dude. I'll be homeless. You'll be like, hey, dude, I, I got a van do, at least, dude. I want to do another video where yeah, there's a guy that's <laughs> always like so mean and calls the police on me. Yeah, and then one day, like I was saying, <clears throat> that's what I wanted to do tonight at Winston's. Is like, you know, I have like 38 gallons of water, but. <clears throat> None of it's for you because you were mean to me on several occasions. So. <laughs> As this house is burning yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, I know you're losing your uh, your art <clears throat> and your house. All your worldly possessions. Yeah. But uh. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. I ain't got no help here. R.I.P.
Yeah, that's funny. Alright, well, well, shit, man. That was about like 40 minutes, so I think we'll just wrap it up there, buddy. Cool. You got anything else you want to say? Yeah, uh, I don't mean that last thing I said. If your house is on fire, you're an idiot because you probably left something on. <laughs> nah, I, I would, uh, I'd help, but, you know. It's a joke. I don't think my shower can go that far. Yeah, the little nozzle that you don't have to do to supercharge it. Ain't got enough so- solar power juice in there because the AC is going to be running. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the worst when you get beeped at by the inverter. Ooh. And you're just like, I was having, cause there's no warning. You're just like, I was having a good time in the air conditioning. <laughs> everything was good. And then this loud beep came <coughs> on and everything shut off. What should I do? That's funny. <laughs> no! So now, so now, whenever I hear that beep in real life, I'm like, everything's gonna shut off. Yeah, <laughs> life is coming to end. The robots are coming. Fuck it. Oh shit, that's funny. Uh, all right, well, Jason, appreciate you coming back. First repeat guest. Much appreciated. It was fun as always. Thank you for stopping by, buddy. Hell yeah! Thanks for having me. All right, later, peeps. Thanks for listening. podcast is in the books we did it folks we out here i love it it's like fuck nine more nine more until a year Ugh, it's crazy how fucking fast time goes these days right am i the only one can can anyone else believe it's fucking already september basically oh it's like where the fucking where does the time go i just work 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 all the time i feel like but whatever it's not like i'm unhappy all the time or i'm not enjoying myself i do have plenty of fun as most of us probably do. It's just sometimes it feels like, God damn, I need a break from the grind. I need to, uh, whatever. But who can afford that? <laughs> People with real jobs, maybe? Eh, probably. Not me, though. Uh, but yeah, I hope you're doing well. As always, thank you for listening, subscribing, sharing with a friend. You know, maybe maybe you haven't ever shared this with a friend. And that's fine. As I said, I get it. Who wants to share some weird, obscure podcast that no one listens to, but 
you know, a couple hundred people maybe or something like that. I get it. It's You're taking a risk. You're putting yourself out there. What if they think you're a fucking creep for showing them the dude who does the row, row, row your boat intro? Yeah, you're probably right. And uh, I guess uh, what I'm saying is, eh, who cares? Who cares what they think? Share it with them anyways. Just give it, give it to one person. Be like, you know what? You should check out this certain episode because I enjoyed this one and maybe you will. And if they do, maybe they'll keep listening and the podcast will continue to grow and blossom into this beautiful millennial man-child community. That would be, that'd be really cool. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just rambling again, but that would be awesome. If you, if you guys did that, be appreciated. And if you don't, and if you just listen, that's even, that's, that's enough. That's more than enough. And I appreciate you and humbly thank you for spending your time and, you know, letting me ramble and just vent or whatever the fuck I am doing on here because I have no idea. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, been journaling, been meditating, haven't been working out. I gotta, I can't, it's always, I'm, I'm always pulling this fucking <clears throat> juggling act, right? Like, I'm always juggling two or three things, maybe four, and I'm always letting one of them fall or two of them fall to the side, and I'm just like, here, not really juggling, just tossing a ball back and forth, right? So, I gotta work on juggling this stuff, hitting it properly, making sure that I'm actually hitting all the marks because that's what that's the the real goal right is I want to be checking all the boxes and it, you know some days I might slip up or whatever but just like consistently checking all the boxes for the most part so I'm working on that still always trying to get there but uh yeah it's it's good to have some goals like this right it's good to be working on this stuff and trying to improve so it's good for me and that's what I'm doing always trying to trust that I am who I am today but six months from now I'll be better I'll be more improved and you just have to have a little bit of vision, a little bit of foresight. So that's what we're working on, and I hope you are too. Um, but besides that, I just want you to check out maybe, you know, we'll wrap it up here. Check out Burt Kreischer's special, Secret Time. It's on Netflix. Fucking hilarious. I was dying laughing watching it. Uh, if you're looking for something funny, it's just an hour. Uh, I think that's what you should watch. Yeah. I don't have anything else for you today. That's kind of it. Uh but the music from today's episode is Lately by Blake. Um, Where We Go by Jelani Araya. I, I can't really say, you know, sorry, I'm bad with names. Idiot white boy from Kansas, you know, my apologies. Um, and the last one is Exo Tour Life Bass Tracks Edition. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And until next time, Millennial Manchild, signing off. Please.